This war represents a failure to listen. Release your anger. Only your hatred can destroy me. Something terrible has happened. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Anger, fear, aggression. The dark side of the force of the Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. No, no, you're still holding on! Let go! Biggest problem in this universe is nobody helps each other. That's how we're gonna win. Not fighting what we hate. Saving what we love. Hello, and welcome to Who Shot First, a Star Wars controversy podcast. Your one-stop shop for all Star Wars controversies related to the Star Wars universe. I am your host, Alex. And I'm your other host, Ethan. And today, we are going to talk about Star Wars being politics. And as politics and Star Wars are coming to the forefront now, again, in our society, as in we are we are dating ourselves with this podcast of it is 2021, uh, yeah. a lot of people are upset with how Star Wars has become political. They, they claim that the, the sequel trilogy has become political. And so we are going to dive in a little bit to Revenge of the Sith, and how it has always been political. Yeah, and so when I, and, and I wasn't even um, really aware of, of all the similarities between, or the parallels between Revenge of the Sith and current events of that time, partially due to uh, me being a lot younger when it first came out. So I, I, didn't, I didn't fully grasp what was happening overseas and and I just I you know I didn't make that connection uh, when it first came out, but find it fascinating now that I'm older and going back and 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 doing the doing the research and stuff how how similar uh, they actually were. Oh yeah. Or at least or at least uh, right. No, in, in certain cases. Yeah, and we'll chat. We're we're gonna chat about that because. Yes, Star Wars has always been political. We're not, we will maybe go into it a little bit uh, during the original, when we go into our, finally get into our original films. But Lucas has always viewed the rebellion as the Viet Cong. And the empire has been America in the Vietnam War. <laughs> like, it's always, it's always how it's been. And right. I don't know how people... Again, like if you want to see what you want to see, that's that's fine. But like it has always that has always been the original creator's intention. So like if you don't want to see the politics or, or related to the real world, that's fine. But you can't say that Star Wars is just now becoming political, in my opinion. Yeah, like, well, I would, definitely all, yeah. Agree with that. yeah so, I would definitely agree with that. Uh, cer- certainly when it's when he's been quoted as as saying or you know making those comparisons. Um, and so, right. It's, it's certainly not, uh, certainly not the, this, as Star Wars is becoming more political now, it's certainly not the, the first, the first time. No. And I would, I would even, we'll get into it later when we get into the things, but I'm like, I don't even think Star Wars is political right now. I think it, I think people are making it political. I do not think it is making a political, I think it was a lot more political back then than it is now. Of like the comparisons. That's that's my personal opinion. Just letting that out there. Of like, I think it is not political now. I think it is being radicalized and used in politics. But yes, that that I would agree with. Right. It's 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 
being used to, you know, to fit different people's narratives and, and wanting to uh, twist it into something that it's not or, or right. I, right, I don't think it's directly uh, right, trying, it's not trying to be political. The creators were not something. trying yeah. to. It's not trying to say yeah. a political statement. Yeah. Yes. No. And with that, uh, before we get started, I just want to do a quick shout out to a, a recent podcast that I've just found that has just started out. Um, it's called Rewriting Ripley. And they are, it's two women, Lady V and uh, Katie. And they are basically at the moment, and I don't know where they're going to go in the future, but at the moment, which I, I mean, but I mean, they have a lot of stuff to talk about right now. They're analyzing all the like Twitter and like they're using like math of like why there was so much hate on Last Jedi and why there was so much hate on certain pieces. And it's, it's just so fascinating to me because I want to preface this. Like if you didn't like Last Jedi, we're not saying that you're, I'm not saying you're a bad person for that. Cause I mean, like Ethan doesn't yeah. like it. Like there's pieces that you don't like, but like with the absolute right. hate that it got of like how terrible it was, they've done the math and everything. And I'm like, it has, it was radicalized. Like it was a right-wing attack and they just decided we're picking a, like it was a culture war and they have looked at all the mm. math and like, it's so it, it's not for everyone. I don't want to say it. I don't want to be like, if you are looking for like a really super like dynamic podcast, it's not for everyone I know, but like it talks about the math and like it goes into mm -hmm. the analysis of that, of how like it was start, like Last Jedi was considered a good movie for like the first month that it was out. Like, mo and, and when I say good movie, I mean like most people liked it. There was not such vitriol okay. against it. Like there were still people who yeah. didn't like it, yes. But like it was not because like, I mean, the Rotten Tomatoes gave it like 80, like 92, 82, 80 something percent or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's how like it that. tracked in with fans. And then it kind of got snowballed into being terrible. So I just like, I just find it so fascinating what they're doing. So you can guys can find them on uh, Twitter at uh, Rewriting Ripley. And you can also find them. Um, you can contact them. They actually have a website. They're a lot better funded than we are. <laughs> um, they have rewritingripley.com. And then you can also just listen to them on, on Apple. That's where I listen to Apple podcast. I believe they're on um, Spotify and everything too. So just wanted to give them a quick shout out because I'm just finding their, their analysis really interesting. Yeah, cool. That does sound fascinating. So, all right. Are you ready to dive in to our wonderful history of the star wars revenge of the sith as polit as a political movie yes let us dive this is where the fun begins okay so first star wars has always been used in politics so that's that's where like the big thing that we're going to start off with is like it has always been used by politicians because it's popular I mean, Nixon, mm -hmm. for instance, used the Star Wars system. Like he's like, we want him, he want to make a Star Wars system of a, like he envisioned surrounding the planet in satellites to, <laughs> to, right. to prevent missile, like a missile defense system. And he called it Star Wars. So it has always <laughs> been in politics. The idea of like, oh, now it's being used in politics. Like it always has. We just haven't I had as much 
discourse about it because I think social media has created that discourse and created it possibly a little bit unhealthily. But uh, so when Revenge of the Sith came out, it came out right in 2004. So right after the United States declared war on Iraq. And we had invaded Iraq, invaded Afghanistan, and there is a lot of different things that have been used against it and for it. A little used conservative website called paba.com, which stands for Patriotic Americans Boycotting Anti-American Hollywood, Uh, they added the Mr. Lucas to its boycotted entertainers right as Revenge of the Sith came out because they're like, this is an anti-American film. Also, many conservative weblogs were lacerating Mr. Lucas over the film's perceived jabs at President Bush. So there are a ton of Mm -hmm. jabs that are perceived to be put uh, for President Bush. The big, the, the two, there are two main, so with the history, the two main jabs are. So this is how liberty dies. With thunderous applause. By Padme Amidala. When she says that, that is in reference to the Patriot Act, where, or at least that's where a lot of people are, are t- believe that that is a right. perception of, that that is a rece- perception of Palpatine is Bush. And so the thunderous applause, people are applauding and giving up pieces of their liberty and their freedom. And then it is related to the Patriot Act, where it gave the government a lot more, the NSA and CIA and uh, FBI, a lot more leeway to like observe its citizens without their knowledge. Yes. Yep. Uh, a lot more invasion of privacy. Correct. Yeah. So that's that's the big one. That's the one that keeps getting brought up. There's another one that was big at the time, but has been kind of fallen to the wayside as former President Bush has been given a resurgence as he's, he's being viewed as maybe a little bit better than he really was. But right. uh, in during the war, he came out and said, or, or before we went to war, there were a lot of, we had a bunch of allies, different allies that were not interested in going to war with Iraq. Right. Uh, the biggest one being France, so much to the point where we had people claiming that we should call them freedom fries and freedom <laughs> toast, and that that actually happened. And you're just like, you're really that's that's where we're going. But in his he in 2001 he made an ultimatum to after September 11th, and he stated, "Either you are with us." or you are with the terrorists. Either you're with us, either you love freedom and with nations which embrace freedom, or you're with the enemy. There's no in-between. And that is massively related. A lot of people think that 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 is portrayed in the film by Anakin's statement at the end of, If you're not with me, then you're my enemy. You're either with us or you're with the enemy. Yeah, and that was the point. That was the, when I saw 
that comparison, uh, that was really the one that um, jumped out at me the most. Uh, right. With just like, wow, okay. <laughs> That's, uh, I mean, it's obviously not word for word, but it's pretty dang close. And so, yeah, that, that one really, uh, really made that click. It really helped uh, solidify the comparisons between uh, the two or of the possibilities yeah. of there being some. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No. So, so, so to can you continue with Star Wars is politics and politics is used in Star Wars or Star, politics uses Star Wars. Uh, so I have from the New York Times uh, back in 2005 when they were writing uh, a story called latest Star Wars movie is quickly politicized. So in this article, it talks about the two different sides using this, uh, this, the movie. So a liberal liberal adv advocacy group, Move On, was preparing to spend $150,000 to run advertisements on CNN over the next few days and to spread leaflets among audiences in line at multiplexes, comparing Senator Bill Frist of Tennessee, the majority leader, to the movie's power-grabbing evil chancellor, Palpatine, for Dr. Frist's role in the Senate's showdown over the confirmation of federal judges. Sound familiar? <laughs> yeah. With our federal yeah. judge showdowns? Then the... So that's that was that's on the on the on the left they use it, but also it is used on the right. So the Drudge Report, which is still around today, uh, website got into the act beneath a picture of Darth Vader. It compared the White House press corps to the vengeful Sith. After reporters peppered a press secretary for pre for pressing Newsweek magazine to repair the damage in the Muslim world caused by a retracted report about desecration of the Quran. So basically they're saying that the press press corps is the Sith. And uh, they're, yeah. so the press corps is evil. It is being used by everybody, both right and left. That's interesting that, that both right and left can find different, different ways to uh, help it kind of work to their own advantage or help, help uh, those comparisons can be, they can make those comparisons uh, for either one, sure, right no, or left. Yeah. yeah, yeah. With this, I in that same article, I found a uh, a a, a guy talking about. So with with George Lucas, he is as most people know, he is a very uh, left weaning left leaning uh, uh, supporter, and has always been a uh, whether he's not. I don't know if he's a Democrat, but he has always been anti totalitarianism and anti-militarization, yeah. military government. So yeah. he's been against the military government. So as this, this, this guy says here, I'll, I'll read it. And he's talking about whether George is means for things to be taken politically or not. Uh, and so he says, he could have come out and said, that's ridiculous. This is the white hats and black hats of the 1950s in space and, squ and quashed it. Uh, said Mr. Seeley, who teaches entertainment marketing at the University of California, Berkeley. Did he do that? No. And it was probably smart. If he can get Star Wars brought into the debate over unilateralism and the war in Iraq, it just brings a current spin to it. And I don't think it's going to rule people out. So that's him responding to George could just say, 
come out and say like this is not this has nothing to do with politics this is nothing to do with our current future anything like that but he never did right he doesn't deny it yep he never denies it mm -hmm. also another to to continue with our our history our last little pit the movie uh debuted at the Cannes film festival and for those of you that don't know the Cannes film festival takes place in france and France is sometimes called the biggest blue state of the ball. So it is considered mm. a very liberal location, especially during that time when they were standing up, they were trying to stand up again to the United States of saying, we don't want to do this war with you. And we were, they were getting bullied and yelled at for that, those, those, those takes. Right. So there's two different ways that this has gone. I got a bad feeling about this. Uh, George tries to push it towards that it is not about Bush specifically. So he continually will state, and I'll, and I'll pull this up, of, as you go through history, I didn't think it was going to get quite this close. It's, so it's just one of those reoccurring things. Lucas said at the Keynes Festival News Conference, I hope this doesn't come true in our country. When I wrote it, Iraq didn't exist. We were just funding Saddam Hussein and giving him weapons of mass destruction. We didn't think of him as an enemy at the time. We were going after Iran and using him as our surrogate, just as we were doing in Vietnam. The parallels between what we did in Vietnam and what we were doing in Iraq are unbelievable. The themes percolated out of the Vietnam War and the Nixon Watergate era, he says. So, and then he continues to say, Lucas says, why did France, after they got rid of the king and that whole system, turn around and give it to Napoleon? It's the same thing with Germany and Hitler. You sort of see these reoccurring themes where a democracy turns itself into a dictatorship and it always seems to happen kind of in the same way with the same kinds of issues and threats from outside, needing more control, a democratic body, a Senate, not being able to function properly because everybody's squabbling. There's corruption. So. Yeah, I mean. According to George, he wrote it it's, a lot earlier than, than the, the war on terror. Right. Uh, you know, I think that's, I think that's plausible. I mean, like, I, I think that there's some, there's some, you know, there's some sense in writing. Yeah, like, I guess it could be seen as some sense. Some of it could be, I guess, maybe coincidence that some of the, some of the things, some of the things he wrote in the movies happened to parallel what was going on in current events. But it's just those, it's just those parts that, like we talked about earlier, where you know the, the Hayden Christensen lines and stuff, it's just hard to, it's just hard to uh, believe that there wasn't any influence at all in terms of the dialogue or the, or the writing. I, I completely agree. Yeah. So I, yeah. I think maybe he wrote the movie that way. But I, I absolutely believe, I will even give him that like 
maybe he said he wrote this is how democracy dies to thunderous applause before that mm-hmm. but i absolutely think he wrote if you're not with me you're my enemy that is that is a absolute bush line like i mean it's right exactly it, it's literally almost it, it's just a different phrasing of that same sentence right so yeah. that that's my thing of like he's trying to say like oh i i, I wrote it before i'm like Sure. Like, yeah, maybe you wrote the whole thing, George, but like current events have effect on everybody. Like, yeah, you might have right, you might have write, written the whole thing, but you then you went back and sprinkled in some, some of that stuff to for, right. for current events sakes. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. George is again, he's just such an interesting guy. And he's quite complex. He's definitely yes. a he's definitely a complex guy. <laughs> yeah. I think we're gonna have to do a whole series. Like I I'm we're getting closer. I think we're getting closer to actually doing a series on him. Cause yeah. 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 Cause it's it's just tough. And that might be that might be, I think, our longest series because I think we'll just start talking and we'll just talk forever. We'll start talking, we'll start sprite to start going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just keep going down different paths for sure. But oh man. So again, like he very much thinks it's Nixon. So according to the Chicago Tribune, uh, another, a Star Wars producer, Rick McCollum talks about, uh, first of all, we never thought of a Bush ever becoming president. Star Wars producer, producer uh, Rick McCollum said, or then 9-11, the Patriot Act, war weapons of mass destruction. So that's, that's his statement of like, they had it all planned out beforehand and then as it happened and again like i i can sort of agree but as like in that same article it talks about so lucas said he wrote the line and the screenplays other political pointed elements before september 11th terrorist attacks and the subsequent war on terror so when Palpatine announces that he intends to re- remain at war until a certain General Grievous is captured, no parallels to the hunt for Osama bin Laden or Saddam Hussein were intended. And it's, and it's just like the, there's, there's too close. Like the, the, the parallels are just too close for me yeah. to be like, nope, that was totally, he wrote that all before. Just a coincidence. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I think, again, it's him trying to play both sides a little bit of like he's he's still, I think, left-leaning, but he doesn't want to completely alienate all Republicans. Right. Because like everybody can generally look at the Vietnam War, even Republican and Democrat, and go like, that was not a good thing. Yep. And they could look yep. at uh, like Watergate and go, that was not a good thing. <laughs> But like, if you go and like, especially when this is coming out, like if you were a Republican, you were Bush, you were, you were with Bush. And yeah, 100%. if you didn't, if you weren't, you were bad. And so I'm like, if I don't, if he came out and said deliberately, like, yep, this is, this is a Bush commentary. I, th- I don't think it would have gone well for him. I think it would have mm-hmm. gotten a lot more of a kickback than it, than it has mm-hmm. or than it did. I think he played it very close to the vest and he played it well. I'm, and I'm not criticizing any of this. Like this is, yeah. I'm, I'm saying like, 
I think he's just playing a funny game where he's like, oh yeah, I, I totally wrote it all beforehand. <laughs> you're like, ha, 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 sure you did, George. There's, yeah, just, right, there's no too way. many coincidences here. Uh-huh. There's no such thing as coincidence. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> According to his wonderful stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you like to read a little bit of the about the, the different um, Bush connections? Well, yeah, so um, I was looking at the, uh, um, I was actually looking at the part where uh, they talk, right, when they talk to Hayden Christensen directly and, and ask him about, about whether it takes um, those metaphoric shots. Yep. Um, and he says, absolutely. So I think when you, when you got your, when you got, the, the star of the movie sort of confirming that that that's what's happening it, it doesn't do you any good to even try to uh, uh, brush that off as coincidences if, if you're if you're George and you got your and you got your star actor saying yes <laughs> to to these coincidences or these yeah these parallels being made these metaphors it doesn't do you any good to to even try to to say no or not really, or I wasn't influenced at all. Yeah. Um, it doesn't it's just sort of counteractive. Cause yeah, again, yeah, he, you can read the the bit on just before the last one where he talks about it being in France. Cause again, France was not good with us at this time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So go ahead. And so that's when, he, right. So then he says uh, some people who aren't, who weren't American allies in the Iraq war will love revenge of the Sith because of those uh, metaphors, because right. of the comparisons. He says, I think for the reason, I think for that reason, the French will really, uh, will be really responsive to it. I think they'll get it. They'll get the political commentary and the subtext. If you're not, and when and he talks about uh, Anakin saying, if you're not with me or against me, and the French will love it. The, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, when you've was, got your main actor, yeah, your main actor saying like, <laughs> this is definitely taking shots. And again, that's what's going down. Yeah. Because yeah, like the, the, if you're not with me, you're against me. That was aimed at like France and our allies. Lucas takes the, the prerogative of debuting it at a French festival. So yes. he's definitely taking like, <laughs> he's like, ha ha. Like, I'm not going to tell you guys, but I'm going to show you. Right. There it is. Look. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> yeah. So, and again, similar to that, um, McCollum, the, the, the director or the, the producer says, um, similar, similar to what talking at, I believe, the, the Keynes Film Festival, he says, McCollum was willing to make one prediction. There's no question that the French are going to love the movie. We are definitely going to get the Golden Freedom Fry Award for the best movie of the year because they'll see it exactly the way they see their relationship with us now. And so to just to look at that, you're just like, yeah, it's the exact same relationship that we have now. And yes. there's, and you just look at it and there's like, there's no, and I mean, like, if you don't want to see, again, like with this, like we're just trying to bring forth it's the controversy of Star Wars is politics and Revenge of the Sith have always been politics. If you want to watch the movie and not see the, the, the political connection, that's fine. 
like totally yeah you can go with right. that you can tune that out sure but like just to look at that and like you can see it for nixon because again like it fits both it fits both yeah. of these people and that's that's what i'm saying of like and i and i understand lucas saying like i wrote it before iraq didn't even exist and stuff like that and i'm like that's fine but you definitely put in lines here and there and like again yeah like with the general grievous of like we're not i can't end the war unless general grievous is dead or captured and you're like that's literally what we did with saddam hussein like you're like yeah. we have taken over the country and like I can't can't end the war until Saddam Hussein has been captured, and like that's how we went with the war in Afghanistan too. Like that's totally a little different because that has just that just went on for forever. But like it's it right. like again the parallels are just uncanny. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Of like yeah, we just kept going with our war in Afghanistan until we went longer than that. Longer than that, but it was like so yeah. It's again. Politics has always been in Star Wars. Right, to some yeah. extent, absolutely. To some extent, like, again, as, again, Lucas says in the Chicago Tribune, it was really about the Vietnam War, and that was the period when Nixon was trying to run for a second term, which got, him, got me to thinking historically about how do democracies get turned into dictatorships, Lucas said at the, his Skywalker ranch, because the democracies aren't thrown, overthrown, they're given away. Mm-hmm. which which is pretty much true yeah because because i'll say like man might be getting a little too political here sorry to say it but like that's how we were going with our last president <laughs> with the yeah. former guy mm, the former guy yep and just to date it this getting, it was president getting... biden is our current president and he was not our former president so i'm not going to say right. his name but yes <laughs> like yeah, it's just we're giving things away mm-hmm. or power or too or too afraid to stand up to right to, and corruption to say and, no to this guy yeah yeah right <laughs> I definitely again, and, and we'll get we'll dive deeper into Padme soon but like again that's another piece of just like my frustration with Revenge of the Sith of she is just <laughs> I I like her as a character but she is useless in that movie. She is useless. And I just, it yeah. makes me so mad. Like, yeah. And, and right. And the fact that they cut out those scenes that would have amplified her character. Right. Even right. You know, made her useful. Right. Yeah. She's, she's just there to, to propel Anakin. And you're just like, yep. Mm. To, to, yep. And to give us Luke and Leia. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh. So, so. I think that's all I got. Is there anything else you'd like to bring up on connecting Star Wars and Revenge of the Sith to politics? Uh, I mean, not directly, but I just I, I I like this particular conversation just because it it might help uh, others be exposed to to those sorts of comparisons who For may sure. not who like who like myself uh, didn't necessarily know about uh, all those comparisons uh, it, certainly when they were happening at the time, um, mm-hmm. but even now. Um, people might not know, so it's so it's good to to inform and and help people kind of find that information to sort of make their own their own uh, conclusions, come to their own conclusions on those kinds of comparisons. Definitely yeah, good to talk about. 
Yeah, and I'm like, my big thing is like, I wanted to bring this one up because again, like Star Wars has always been political and now everyone's getting so mad of like, oh man, Star Wars is making a political statement. You're like, it always has. Whether you agreed with it or not, like not saying one way or the other, but I'm like, it always has. You may have not seen it, but because now we're radicalizing people, we're going to use it for a culture war and and stuff like that. But like, it always has been political. Always. Like almost any movie. Yeah. Like that, (laughs) because I mean, like it's about overthrowing a government. Like (laughs) both of them, all of them, like it's about overthrowing a government. Like, of course it's political. Whether that's political, if you can put your side on each end, that's fine. Like you could put, if you're downtrodden Republicans, you can put yourself as we're the rebels. Or you could, if you're downtrodden Democrats, you can be like, we're the rebels. Like you can flip it, whatever, but it's still political. Exactly. Right. You can have it fit your narrative however you want. All right. Well, if you want to get in contact with us, tell us how great we're doing and or just lie to our faces. That would be fantastic. (laughs) Um, Leave us a a review. That would be great. We love reviews um, and we want to get ourselves out there a little more. So if you want to leave a review, that would be very helpful. You can also find us on any podcasting service and you can find us uh, on Twitter at whoshot1swpod. And you can send us, or you can send us an old-timey email. We haven't gotten many of those. We've gotten one. Mm-hmm. We've gotten one from our good friend, Shamim. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we haven't got many of those. You can find us at whoshotfirstswpod at gmail.com. Um, awesome. Yeah. So I think that will wrap us up. Everybody have a great, great, great day, great week, and uh, be safe. And... And as always, never Never tell tell us us the the odds. odds. Never tell me the odds. People are counting on us. The galaxy is counting on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works. (laughs) Oh, really? You're cold? Oh, sorry. As always, always. never tell us. You go first. (laughs) You say it. All right. Got it.